0: Oh, what's poppin', baby? Welcome back to another episode of Remix. As always, I am your host, Sam Scheipe, and joining me again today is...
1: Shweta Rajan. I feel like I should be an honorary host at this point with I mean, how many times I've been on this podcast. Yeah,
0: I mean, on the, on the credits, like, for every episode, it says, like, hosted by, and then it's both our names whenever you're a guest, so... Yeah. Which I always think is kind of weird, especially when, like, I have a guest that, like, is a very one-time guest, and it says hosted by, and I'm like, I don't... Okay, just, I guess they're a host now. Just
1: give them the credit, man. You know what? They
0: can have it. If just, if they can get any clout off of this show, good for them, because I sure as hell can't. Is
1: there one episode of Fame?
0: <laughs> Let, right, l- Fame. Let them have sure. it. Sure. Okay. Okay, they can have Remixed it.
1: Remix is a great podcast, and I so is The Coven, because as you guys know-
0: <laughs> This is just our thing now. We just go on each other's podcasts and like shamelessly self-promote.
1: Sorry, you're going to let me shamelessly self promote. Yep, go ahead. Not? All right. Well, I am the host of The Coven, Coven, which is a feminist podcast, which is another reason why I'm here because it's Woman's History Month.
0: And that's what this episode is all about. But before we get into that, what have you been listening to lately?
1: Mashups, actually. Um, like, like,
0: like just, mashups of like two popular songs? Like, or? just
1: like three, four. Like, I've heard uh-huh. like mashups of like seven songs, you know? Um, so
0: what's like the best mashup that you've heard recently
1: honestly like so a lot of so i've been listening to a lot of k-pop mashups because if you guys don't know already i am a big k-pop fan and so let's
0: listen to the show before <laughs> yes it,
1: in every single show i've always mentioned that i'm into k-pop but um i've just been listening to like mashups of like uh six like black pink songs and like six bts songs or like
0: uh, like they're like together so it's like bts black pink bts black pink yeah or, or okay. no
1: but but it's not alternating. They're all like mashed, like they're all like okay. mashed up so together. So like they
0: put the tracks together. Yeah, and, and just it's let it go. like it's
1: pretty good. And then we'll get like there'll be like some mashups with like six bands in them, mm-hmm. and like it's just all of their songs together. And it's really interesting to see how they take like all these songs that have like very different. Like sounds and like genre, mm-hmm. like they're all in different types of genres, and you like take them and you know, all, all mash them up together, and they're a banger. <laughs> like, each one of these songs you, are,
0: that, like, p- my mom says, bang. You said, bang-ger. banger, banger.
1: Um, you pronounce
0: but, the G, <laughs> thank
1: you. I try. Are you not supposed to pronounce the G, banger, banger, banger? Am I saying this right? It's, yeah,
0: you're it, saying it right now, but banger. <laughs>
1: it's, I like, have, there's a
0: G, but it's like. A soft g no i mean you know
1: okay so this actually brings up a weird point because like for for in an in indian accent you say hitch like for an h you say eight like etch it right okay or etch it's like
0: overpronounced. yeah and so
1: it's it's really interesting for me because like i like ever since i was a kid like people People have, like, corrected me mm. on my pronunciation of something. Like, for example, my mom... Like, for
0: example, banger. Yes, <laughs>
1: thank you. But my mom will say Nutella as Nutello. I swear to God. Nutello? Nutello, yes. There's no
0: O in that. Yes,
1: but, like, for the longest time in my childhood, she's like, hey, sure do you want some Nutello? And I'm like, yes, mother, I would. I
0: would love some Nutello. And then you go to school and you're like, hey, no, you no, want no. some Nutello? It, and it's the kids nut- are like, what are you talking no, it's
1: about? Nutello. Like, you gotta, like, it's, oh, like, okay. enunciating, you, you right? You go to school
0: you're like... Oh, I see you brought some Nutello, and, and they're then, like, "What are you talking about?" And then
1: I had to realize that it was Nutella, not Nutella. So it's just like my childhood, like my parents. By well, about the
0: time you became literate, you realized.
1: <laughs> Ouch! Ouch, Sam! Ouch. Anyway, like.
0: No, no shame to your parents because English is their second language, right?
1: Uh, yes, but they're also like pretty. Well, yeah, but like it, and- it's
0: still it still lingers. Like anyone yeah. that like learns another language, like things will still linger right
1: and it's like in an indian accent like so i have an indian accent and i especially when she gets mad which i probably will during this podcast (laughs) i've suggested to sam that i do a podcast entirely in my indian accent which i'm probably not which i'm probably not going to do it's also not the stereotypical indian accent it's just i think
0: it's relatively like i think if you think like and like i i don't think this way but like if you were thinking of like apu from like the simpsons ouch i'm sorry but like when you get angry it still plays in my head. I've been conditioned by media.
1: I can do it automatically. I can just switch it on. Or, uh-huh. but it, like it. Sam can attest to this. That you like you've. It, it just comes out when I'm angry or when I'm or just excited. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Like you know.
0: Whenever you have passion. Anyways. <laughs>
1: but speaking of passion.
0: Passion um, that I have for this episode because it's Women's History Month, and as Corp says, women heart emoji and then gets millions of, of retweets and likes. Um, oh, Corpse. I mean, he just dropped a song last night at midnight. Oh, did he really? Yeah, with uh, MGK, actually.
1: <gasps> Ooh, I'm yeah. about to take a listen yeah, after it's, this. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. Um, There's nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but yeah, uh, Corpse and MGK dropped a song called Daywalker at midnight last night as of this recording. um, Pretty cool. Not quite what I expected. I expected a little bit more, but from what I can tell, it was like a rush job. So, like, mm-hmm. still seems pretty good for like all things considered. Anyways, but the passion that I have today is for women. Not like that, but like, you know what I mean? women's women in music there. I think that's slightly better. But I kind of want to go over like a little bit of the history of like women's place in music, um, and then some icons throughout time. and then kind of how we feel about the current standings of like where women stand in music. Um, Is it getting better? What do we want to see? Stuff like that. And that type of stuff is kind of why I brought Shweya on here, because she is all about empowerment
1: Exactly. Yes. So talk about someone who can't pronounce words. You just said- Yeah, but
0: I pronounce words on purpose. Right. Like empowerment
1: So I pronounce banger in like the- But did you do it on purpose? Maybe. It's up to interpretation.
0: You know what? Anytime someone- tries to correct you just say it was on purpose that isn't exactly. in, in that case it was not an actual mess up i do that a lot with words mm-hmm. you've heard me do it quite a bit mm-hmm. so yeah that's my defense anyways um women's place in music kind of goes back all the way to music itself but um there's a kind of an outlier usually when you think of music you think of it as like a male-dominated field which would be correct for most instances however Um, and a lot of Native American tribes and groups, women actually held the role of like musical leaders, um, through like, you know, like different rituals, spiritual things like that. Um, and it was up to the women to like lead the worship, to lead, um, I guess just kind of lead the people in that, in that way, like a religious way. And in like, um, it's just a way for people to come together, especially if like they all, if, if everyone knows a song and they're singing it together, et cetera, et cetera, um, bringing people together in a religious in a religious way and in a cultural way. Um, so I thought that was really cool and kind of had to be mentioned because most people, again, you wouldn't think that, like, women would have that place in music, especially when you take into consideration, um, like, even classical music. Like, I bet you can't name one female classical composer um, or a female composer in general. Whereas in, like, uh, so, like, in the early 1800s, there were two female composers who were at better – Like, wait, like, if not better than, like, as good as uh, most male composers at the time, but they were completely overshadowed by, like, a male in their life. So, one of them being uh, Clara Schumann. She was an 1800s German composer and pianist. However, what, like, really kind of irks me is if you, like, look up her name, the only thing that comes up is pianist, not composer. You have to, like, dig before they, like, admit to you that she was a composer. But if you listen to her music and you, like, actually read it, you'll find out that, like, her music is actually, like, way better than, like, her husband, who was way more famous than her um, and, like, got way more recognition. Um, Similarly with Fanny... Menda Mendelssohn I'm gonna say Mendelssohn because I I don't know I, I I think that's how you pronounce it it's German um another early 1800s German composer um ex- pretty much exact same story except like she's actually like attributed as a composer when you look into her um and she like got overshadowed by her brother who just like got again all the clout
1: you know that seems to be a repeating trend and pattern just throughout history and not like even in Mm -hmm. music like a lot of women's achievements have just been overshadowed or not celebrated upon like
0: um well like you could say like even like um a recent iteration of like hidden figures right mm -hmm. and then in the movie like there were they just put in a white male character that didn't exist in real life as like their driving force at one point in the movie when in real life they like did it on their own
1: right like it, I think um What's his what's his name? Like who's the guy who played I know who you're talking about, but
0: Um I don't know his name. Because but, I um know I'd be talking about hidden figures, like, honestly.
1: Hidden figures, like in the movie there's a scene where that guy he just takes a crowbar and he just uh destroys like the sign uh-huh. for like the colored Is that the statue. Kevin Costner? Yeah, Kevin Costner. Person? Yeah, okay. Um I don't know what his character's name is, but like like you uh, said he, Al Harrison. Al Harrison, okay. Al Harrison is not a real person, but like I don't know. You kind of you kind of of get a white savior.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's another that's like what a lot of articles have talked about was like, why did they put this guy in there? Like and some people were like, oh, it's to push the narrative. It's like what narrative is there to be pushed other than like female empowerment and black female empowerment at that? And you inst- like you just install this white dude that's like, I'm the driving force now. It's like, No, please stop.
1: Like, you don't even need a driving force. The no. driving force are the woman.
0: Yeah, like overall, still a good movie with a great message and I think it had like they've like they've they've seen like actual impact of that movie on women in STEM and like interest in STEM from like a younger uh audience and women. Um, as well as like it starts the conversation of like young men not knowing that these problems exist, so that they don't come to college and then get yelled at by an angry feminist, and that's like their first encounter with like those issues, and then they freak out and they turtle shell and revolt, which is what typically happens because people haven't been exposed to that, not necessarily their fault, but it is their problem. Um, but yeah, that's also like, but it's also very interesting because if you take in the whole like overshadowed by a male counterpart. But then take a today example where the opposite has happened mm-hmm. with Billie Eilish and her brother.
1: Right. That's, yeah. in- that's interesting. Like, Phineas is
0: arguably as good of a musician as Billie, right? Mm-hmm. He might not have, like, as iconic of a voice, maybe. But they've worked together on most of their music. Like, her first album was, like, both of them working on it.
1: But do you think it was more of a choice on Billie and Phineas's part that, like, Phineas would kind of be more in the background, quote unquote, like helping being more of like a producer rather than like being the face. Um, I think
0: I think Phineas is more talented as a producer.
1: Perhaps. Um, I,
0: mean, I think Billy might be more talented naturally, like yeah. vocally at the very least. Because right. like, again, her voice is more iconic. Her voice is better suited for radio play. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Phineas, again, as talented of a musician, probably better suited for producing. But it's still like one of those situations where like, you have these very like it, like with um with Fanny Mendelson, how I'm pronouncing her name now. Hopefully I'm not wrong. If I am, someone tell me please. Um, she's
1: probably rolling in her grave.
0: Yeah, honestly, she's been dead for hundreds of years, so yeah, yeah it's not much to roll anymore. <laughs>
1: Ouch. Well, <laughs>
0: anyway, but like it's one of the situations because like her brother got like all the clout mm-hmm. between the two of them, but like in this situation it's reversed. So, I think that's kind of cool to point out. I mean,
1: out. wasn't that the same with Mozart, I do believe? Like, Mozart... I th- to an extent. Yeah, I think Mozart had a younger sister mm-hmm. who was also equally as talented, if not more. I don't know enough about that. I,
0: um, let's see what the internet has to say.
1: But, I mean, uh, from what I know, um, he had a younger sister that was, like, equally as talented. But, obviously... Mozart got like a lot more clout and a lot more attention because he was like a musical prodigy. But what history fails to realize is that his sister was a musical prodigy too, and obviously in history we don't really hear her name, um, which is kind of which is kind of sad. Yeah, his
0: his older sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, which is kind of sad because throughout history you see all of these very talented women and their achievements just. Kind of go underrepresented and underreported essentially, and I think a lot of a lot of um, inventions that we have, like a lot of products that we have, um, are not really like attributed to women. Like I mean, uh-huh. Marie Curie, she invented the X-ray, or she was a big pioneer. A big pioneer
0: in, in radiation. Like yeah. radiation radiology,
1: radiology, uh-huh. but um, only after we pushed that narrative like Marie Curie, Marie Curie, like she did this. She's like, after like so much work, has she only been- death. Yeah, essentially. Has she been realized Uh as such a pioneering figure? So it's like, it's interesting to see that we need to push more and we need to take more action initiative to get women recognized. But whereas with men, it's just almost instantaneous, right? Like they don't necessarily have to work- as much as women to get their legacy
0: we don't really have to explain ourselves
1: exactly you don't have to like uh, men don't have to necessarily explain like the work that they do and like it, there's not much as work done to cement their legacy
0: mm-hmm. which is well it, not yeah because not as much work needs to be done to cement their legacy exactly because it's, it's like yeah. oh you're a man
1: so yeah you're just automatically intelligent yada, yada yada like what all of those like stereotypes that are obviously not true <laughs>
0: but, yeah i'm pretty stupid <laughs> Turn to monkey
1: i mean we are all monkeys
0: um
1: (laughs) essentially but
0: but yeah so and i kind of wanted to start talking about like more modern music and like um female icons that kind of paved the way for like the modern female empowerment movement um so the first one i want to talk about and like there were obviously women before them um but i want to talk about dolly parton first oh yeah simply because i don't think i've ever met anyone that has a single problem with dolly parton
1: Dolly Parton is such an icon. I mean, I am not really the biggest fan of mm. country music and any other genres that she's in. But, yeah. like, I've heard of her. Like, <laughs> me, this Indian immigrant. Like, I've heard of Dolly Parton. I've gone down and I've, like, attended, like, the Dolly Parton show or something. Like, back when i was like 10 years old or something what, like in
0: like tennessee yeah in like tennessee
1: okay. yeah like me and it was just like me my mom and dad wait
0: did you go to like the dixie stampede yes what was okay we,
1: we went to the dixie stampede and it was like but it was like the dolly parton yeah yeah, yeah. so um
0: but like it's like in dollywood
1: yeah, yeah whatever I, I don't remember Essentially,
0: so dolly has all of these like titles to her right so right. she like if you look her up she's got like musician actress um philanthropist because she actually does a lot of work especially donat- with literacy
1: yeah she she also donated like a million dollars towards COVID the vaccines. yeah towards the development of the moderna vaccine i think
0: it was the moderna and then she got then she got her vaccine like last week and mm-hmm. she was like yeah it's my vaccine <laughs> i yeah. funded this thing because it
1: literally is I mean, yeah
0: like a lot of her money went into that and she's like she's just like honestly just a boss Like she and I think she kind of like paved that way in a lot of different ways, like especially in movies where like even though she would play a character that was very sexualized, she played a character that while being sexualized was strong. Mm -hmm. Like in uh, the nine to five movie um, where she's like essentially just looked at as like a bimbo for like a lot of it. She's just like, no, and just literally, literally sticks it to the man. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when it happens and how it happens. Um, I love Dolly. I love her music. And I think it's super interesting that you can kind of draw parallels between her and other artists that have not only tried to imitate her, but have kind of imitated her path. So like Dolly started with country music, right? Then she moved to pop and then she went into like country bluegrass. Like um, if you look at a lot of the things that talk about her, they describe her in eras, which for one is just like a fun way to say she's old cuz she is she was born in I think 54. Yeah, she's like 74. Yeah, she's in her 70s. Um but it's it's one of those things where like she has she's so influential that people describe her life in eras. Like, you know, like like that's so weird to me, like to think about like people being like, yeah, that's the this era of Dolly. And like you only see that with very specific types of artists like Michael Jackson, right? Like he, he could be described in eras. But with Dolly Parton, it's like the eras also transcend music genres and also like performance like mediums. She acts, she writes for musicals, she sings, obviously. She's a multi-instrumental artist. Yeah and she just she just goes crazy she's like, a
1: model too like yeah um I'm I'm reading this one thing and she's like she's turned down several offers to pose nude for Playboy but she did appear on a cover of Playboy um and that has gone so like iconic that um the apparently the general WK Wilson jr bridge is commonly called the Dolly Parton bridge because of his because of its arches resembling her chest mm-hmm. That's iconic. Like, only an icon like <laughs> Dolly Parton can have a bridge named after
0: her chesticles.
1: Her chesticles, yes, for <laughs> a lack of a better word. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, for she's her also McDonald like Donald Arches.
0: Yeah, and her, her husband is also like a huge icon in music, just not very well known. I think partially because he's married to Dolly Frickin' Parton. Um, you know, Carl Dean, he's an icon in and of himself in the music world. However, Dolly Parton's obviously a way bigger icon. And most people I talked about this on the Valentine's Day episode um, but she wrote I will always love you and for like for the
1: 9 to 5 movie right now.
0: I can't remember what movie it was for, but she was the original artist and then Elvis tried to tried to buy the rights to it cuz he was like No I'm saying I want I want to, I'm not going to do my Elvis impersonation. It's really bad. Um it's but really, like it's she's pretty, like he was all like I want to he was all like yo, let me let me let me let me cover it and she was like nah king <laughs> and then and then she like Whitney Houston do it which is really cool because yeah. like that's the that's the version that most people know and right. like then well, I didn't also know. elevated her to like a woman power like a woman empowerment like standard as well, well I didn't
1: know that Dolly Parton was like the original mm-hmm. songwriter singer of... have you heard her version of it no I actually haven't it's it.
0: so sweet
1: I, because I've I've only heard like the Whitney Houston.
0: Yeah, so like Whitney one. Houston, like big, uh, verbose, like boom.
1: Right.
0: I will always love you. Rah.
1: Because she's got that like powerful projecting yeah, voice. Yeah, but Dolly
0: Parton takes like a real softness to the song.
1: Well, a lot of her, I feel like a lot of her songs, at least the ones that I've listened to, are like very like soft and like. It's
0: oh. just, it's, it's just her range, right. which I think lends itself to like being softer. But she also has like the bigger band songs, mm-hmm. um, and like songs that kind of stick out to people like Jolene. Yeah. Um which I'll, like I love speaking of like people kind of taking her path whether they knew it or not, but I think this one in particular kind of did. It was like Miley Cyrus, right? Mm-hmm. So Miley Cyrus even covered Jolene and did a very good job, but I think Dolly Parton kind of obviously influenced her. She's obviously influenced by country well, music. Dolly
1: Bart- Parton is her godmother.
0: Yeah. So Yeah, and so and she was on an episode of Hannah Montana as like Aunt Dolly or something. Yeah. And yeah, and Hannah Montana kind of went or Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus went from like same same person, like you know what I mean, but like she wins. went from like a country, like very country upbringing, mm-hmm. country roots to pop, which Dolly did herself, and Dolly did it in a very like at the time sort of controversial way of just like being this big beautiful woman, like not big in the way that you typically mean. I'm trying not to like step on any toes. I'm trying not to make anyone mad. This we we is,
1: understand, Sam. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, you speak for all women. No. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to avoid conversation. Then I'm going to continue to step like I'm on eggshells right now. Just –
1: I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, but, like, I mean
0: big as in, like, personality, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. And, like, you know, she kind of took the world by storm and like, no, in a way that no one can hate on. Like, you know, you can make fun of her for going under the knife eight, nine, ten too many times. But other than that –
1: That's another thing that I do want to talk about. Like, women getting – criticized for having plastic surgery or having like breast augmentation Mm -hmm. but it's like okay who cares i mean i don't
0: really care it's just it's just kind of funny when it goes bad
1: well yeah i mean (laughs) like i don't
0: i don't care if you do it like look however you want to look right but at the same time if you've had plastic surgery and then you start to age, yeah, it's not gonna like, look as good as it or did. Oh, I mean,
1: like Botox too. Yeah, like you can't move your face after that. Like yeah. I, like personally, I'm not a fan of plastic surgery or Botox. Like I would never get that.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I mean, like if someone wants like a breast augmentation or if they want or lip reduction fillers, or, or reduction whatever, they want. whatever, go for it. Like it is your boobs. Uh huh. I'm not really gonna tell and you. And your that.
0: boobs could be the next bridge
1: that is true
0: Please. build booby bridges dude
1: i really hope that's like a like a tagline for a plastic surgery <laughs> yeah, <Ben>. company <laughs> that'd be hilarious oh my
0: gosh like someone like some plastic surgeon listens to this for some reason and he's like build booby bridges and yeah. that's like his whole thing
1: or make boobs great again. i don't make, know
0: bo- uh, maybe no, not
1: maybe not uh they are already great
0: uh, yeah I don't, I don't think we need to we need to enhance them in any way unless you want to do that with your own. I don't really care. Yeah, but you easier. do you. But, but, but like int- that's like the only thing that people can really make fun of her for. Like right. or like poke fun at. Like
1: I mean, but that's the thing like I've I, talking about plastic sur- surgery. I've seen a lot of like female artists and just female celebrities in general like get made fun of like so much for getting plastic surgery and it's like, "But why? Why do you mm-hmm. care?" right and I think it's society puts so much emphasis on natural beauty and I say that with air quotes um that like okay but your version of natural beauty is like a full face of makeup mm-hmm. i don't think that's what like people will say like oh nude makeup like look how natural i'm like you don't realize that's like layers of foundation or, like, all and, the, like all the
0: people that like try to act like they just woke up when they roll out of bed and it's like no you just you just spent three hours on makeup i
1: would say I, three I, I hours know. but like they definitely put on like mascara they definitely well it takes like,
0: effort to make it look quote-unquote natural right, right like
1: and the whole like dewy skin look i'm like that's not like you just splash water That
0: just sounds like it looks oily
1: yeah it's kind of it's kind of like you got that natural glow you know like you just
0: got out of the gym like what do you
1: No, it's like you know that shot like sheen of like i don't know like that shiny whatever i
0: don't know and i don't really care to know it's fine if i choose to wear makeup i'm going for a look that i want
1: that's what makeup is for and like you do
0: you i really don't care i
1: feel like a lot of women including myself yeah we we can include
0: that when we get to the a couple, a couple of people down the list, because next I really want to talk about Joan Jett. All Obviously, right. we've spent a lot of time on Dolly Parton, so we don't have as much Joan time Jets, for Joan Jett.
1: Joan Jett's makeup is pretty. F- <laughs> though. I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. I'll bleep it out. You're good. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's a good response to people seeing Joan Jett for the first time. I like it. I'm not. Um, I
1: haven't listened to Joan. But Jett I want to talk before. about
0: her because, um, her like, she was the it girl. Like after Parton, because she was the first like real rock chick, um, outside of maybe like Stevie Nicks, who I don't know if Stevie Nicks is older, she might be. Um,
1: well, she is sixty two, so.
0: Yeah, um, Stevie Nicks is another woman in rock history that I want to talk about.
1: I really, I just realized that I was I was reading about Joan Jett, and I was uh-huh. like, I've never listened to any of her music, but she wrote Cherry Bomb. Yeah. And I was like, I love that song. She wrote
0: a lot of, like, any, like, yeah. Besides, like, Her and Heart, like, those are, like, the her heart and Stevie Nicks wrote like all like the women rock anthems yeah. from like the eighties to the modern era.
1: And I didn't know, like, cause my dad will just play music in the car, mm. like rock, like rock, pop, like anything um, in the car. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. But I don't, I wouldn't know the artist. And now I'm just looking, I'm like, Oh my God, these are all icons. I'm like, my dad is a feminist icon.
0: <laughs> like I, I hate myself for loving you. Have you heard that song?
1: I probably have to listen to this Bruh, song.
0: It's so good. Um, it's another classic one. Um, she did a cover of uh or she Yeah, she did Love Hurts. Okay. Uh, and yeah, like a bunch of them like, yeah, you said cherry bomb. Um but the thing that I kinda wanna bring into actually well, like I'll talk about Stevie Nicks for a second. Imagine like breaking up with someone, like hating your ex, then making your ex play songs about you hating your ex on stage with you. That's what Stevie Nicks did. That's what a boss she is. Iconic. She was like, "Yes, I will break up with you, but I won't break up the band." And guess what? Wait. You're gonna You're gonna sing songs about me hating you now. Who
1: was her? Hmm? Who was her ex?
0: Uh, what was his name? I um, didn't you know she
1: was in Fleetwood Mac.
0: Yeah, uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Um, there was that one. Um, but yeah, it's just like, just imagine though, like imagine being that ex. Also, ouch just like yeah we broke up and to now you're gonna an,
1: to quote an iconic character that's rough buddy that is
0: rough buddy um i mean that's a show that is ripe with feminist yeah. ideals um but yeah so Joan Jett and Stevie Nicks also icons more in the rock genre Joan Jett being like that first um like boss woman I can't say that the other word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's
1: okay, Sam. We've already cursed on this podcast <laughs> once.
0: Yeah, uh, but like you know, like the dark hair, the leather jacket, etc. Right. Um, she had that image, right, of like you know, women can be strong in that way. Um, my issue, um, not with her, but with like surrounding her, um, is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction because mm-hmm. she got inducted in 2015. Now, the way the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame works. Is it has to be 25 years after the artist or band's um, first release, right? She didn't get in till 2015. Her first release was in 1980. Dang. Yeah, so she was waiting for another 15 years to get in. And you can't be like, oh, but in 2005, we didn't know how influential she was. Yes, we did. Guitar Hero 3 was out. Her songs were on Guitar Hero 3. Like, what do you want me to say?
1: I call it uh, patriarchy. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's, it's one of those things where, like, as much as I love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it drops the ball constantly. Um, when it comes to like especially female artists well
1: i think the same goes for just any genre and any like music i mean like the grammys for example Mm -hmm. uh drops the ball on like a lot of female artists who were definitely deserving of the awards but it's just like oh let's just give it to so and so yeah
0: i mean even that year like granted the only reason i really paid attention that year and that i remembered it was because green day was getting inducted and it was their first year that they were like up for it um but they got it their first year and yeah, Green Day is like very culturally significant as well, but at the same time, why did Joan Jett have to wait 15 years? Right. You know why? Why did Ringo Starr his solo career get in on the first shot? Mm-hmm. You know that makes no sense to me. Like obviously Ringo Starr is hugely popular, but not his solo music. Yeah, you know. Um, i mean
1: joan jett's been an icon yeah for...
0: since the early 80s yeah i
1: mean she's like a pioneer yeah
0: and like granted ringo's also a pioneer of music but he was a pioneer in the beatles right you know um, and people can argue with me about that all they want i'm not that big of a well, beatles like, fan as anyway someone,
1: as someone who's not very much invested in like that genre uh-huh. of music like i like i know ringo star but like i know him from the beatles yeah like, I don't know him, like, uh, mm-hmm. elsewhere. Like, I, I didn't know he had a solo career, honestly. Yeah,
0: exactly. I didn't either. <laughs> right. And I'm invested. Um. But, yeah. But, like, Joan Jett, she had three bands. Uh, the Runaways, which is her first band. Um, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And then the Evil Stig, um, which came out, like, way later. But with Joan Jett and Stevie Nicks and artists like them, we see, like, a kind of a shakeup in the form when it comes to, like, female-fronted rock, punk, alternative, et cetera. Um, so you see that, like, first in, like, um, your Avril Lavines and your Paramours of, like, the 90s. Because, like, you have to think about it. Joan Jett was, you know, stirring stuff up in the 80s, right? So it only makes sense that in the 90s is, like, that next wave, right? So then you've got, like, your Paramours and, um, like I said, Avril Levine, who recently, like, made a resurgence. I've talked about it a little bit before, Um because she's dating Mod's son now and they released a song and it's it's a very good song It got like it jumped up to the top of the alt charts as soon as it came out because everyone's like where's Avril Levine been all this time the answer was getting divorced because uh, she was married to the lead singer in Nickelback um anyways interesting
1: I have not heard the name Avril what's her name Avril Levine. Levine. Okay, okay there we go I was gonna mispronounce it horribly but I didn't. I just haven't heard her name, like just ever. No, no, I have. Oh, but just like, in a while. Just in a while. I mean, she, like
0: yeah, because like she, like her song comes on when like the DJ wants to put on a throwback.
1: Right, but, but it's like I just haven't heard of her like uh-huh. in headlines for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear that she was married to the lead singer of Nickelback, Nickelback yeah. and now she's getting. Into, I was like, whoa, where? Well, she's this,
0: been divorced for a little bit but
1: but like i didn't even know of that in like the (laughs) first i I think
0: she was she was married to another lead singer of another band i think it was like state champs or something like that i don't Mm. it's probably not state champs i'm probably very wrong about that um i'll just look it up because i don't want to be wrong
1: but i don't know man it's just it's it's interesting like how um oh my god what's her name paris jackson um after Mm -hmm. the uh, i'm gonna call it Nipplegate because i don't know (laughs) how else to term that but after that happened i feel like she got it's interesting because she got like a lot of scrutiny and she disappeared completely from public light for some 41
0: that was that was the group not whatever else i said the other band i said was way too recent yeah it's definitely not state State champs state champs is very new incorrect (laughs) hey i corrected myself Mm -hmm. so ha stop looking at my midriff let me stretch don't objectify me shway uh, anyway, um, yeah, that that led into like you know with Paramore and like the the Misery Business, which is her probably one of her most iconic songs, which has like recently gotten popular again. Um, but it left room for people like that to just like be a female fronted rock band, like to see a female face in rock, and not only just like not only just like sitting there as like a backup singer in a tambourine, no, leading the band or playing the guitar, etc. Um and that's really really cool and it's something that like like even from like a musical standpoint just the range that they can then offer cuz not everyone has, you know, Brendan Yuri's range where he can sing higher than all the girls. Um
1: Brendan Yuri brings just, a new
0: range and a new style of vocals that like wouldn't have existed without that.
1: I just want to put this in Brendan Yuri, I love you. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Noted <laughs> on this on this women empowerment podcast. We're going to fawn over brendan yuri
1: and joan jett and stevie nicks uh-huh. and and dolly parton i love all of you <laughs> okay. and i love brendan yuri because okay. equality
0: okay Nice. next up uh Notice so like, me, Senpai. <laughs> that then like turned into um halsey mm-hmm. who started out like very differently than she kind of is now in the music yeah. scene because now she's kind of more pop or like mm-hmm. yeah like in that realm of like you know featuring on juice world songs stuff like that Um, Her
1: style has definitely changed. Well, yeah, because originally
0: it was very Mm pop-punk. And then now it's very pop, hip-hop oriented. Um, But then she drops, like, the number one pop-punk song of the decade with MGK earlier this year. Um, I was listening to it on the way here earlier because it's very good. And, like, her vocals in that are so not – the word is not shrill. Like, that's not quite right because that makes it sound unappealing. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like – impassioned i think
1: just hits right
0: yeah it just it hits you it hits you right here yeah right here patting my chest
1: there are some of those songs that just hit and yeah
0: and that's one of them and i think i think everyone kind of agreed like even if you didn't like mgk if you didn't like halsey this song slaps like it's bringing back pop punk in a new way um but that also leaves room for someone like maria brink do you know who that is i do not so it's a female-fronted heavy metal band called in this moment um she's the lead singer i'm not a big fan personally like i think she's very talented very good at what she does um and i wish her nothing but the best but she was part of the first concert that i went to and i don't know i just didn't like i don't know i didn't like there's a, there's a couple things i didn't like but one of them was just like pretty much to me it felt like every song of hers was the same where she was just talking about herself being a whore um like as, as like a statement not necessarily true i don't know if it's true because i don't know her so i'm yeah. not going to judge on that but like like, all the other artists that were there were very, like, they talked about different things, whereas I felt like all of her songs talked about the same thing, which... A lot of artists have that issue, especially in heavy metal, Yeah, um, I think that but just, I don't listen to any artist that does that.
1: I don't think that's just limited to heavy metal because I kind of want to bring it back to like pop and stuff, which uh-huh. I am more like pop Yeah, and that's up, what we're I'm,
0: getting into next. Right, because like yeah. the whole
1: thing of like a uh, woman being like, yeah, I like I've got big assets and whatever for a lack <laughs> That's of... a
0: nice way to slide <laughs> that in. I like Thank that. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. I was trying not to say, mm-hmm. you know, um, behinds and- <laughs> bosoms bosoms uh (laughs) but assets is a pretty good substitute not gonna lie um but it's just for me i feel like with this like women empowerment we get a lot of songs that are like yeah i've got like a great body and like i'm getting it you know and it's like okay great that's great you like you're empowering but for me i feel like it's just been overused Mm-hmm. you know and i just i really wish that there was just more diversity and variety and stuff it's like it's always like yeah i'm hustling like i'm a strong like i'm uh-huh. a strong woman like okay yeah that's great yeah but it's like every like if i just type in like feminist songs you know like i just i want to feel like a boss let's see what comes
0: up if i type in feminist songs yeah like
1: and i have a fe- like i have a feminist playlist on my phone just for times where i'm like i hate being a woman and i want to feel empowered it's just all like it's just all the similar things of like yeah like i'm i'm hustling i got like i've got a big butt (laughs) and i've got big chests like woo, let's go like i'm getting all these men like these men can't resist me and i'm like okay but why is it about like men not being able to resist you right like why is it not just about you being strong you being powerful you breaking that norm Mm -hmm. why is it like yeah i am desired but like i don't want to be desired like yeah Mm -hmm. like fighting against against that desire which is great i'm not denying that but it kind of is like okay let's branch out from there
0: i mean um yeah i think i think definitely today that's very accurate because like if you look at like feminist songs their songs like uh the eurythmics doing sisters are doing it for themselves that song's Mm -hmm. lit i jam that song granted it's because my friends showed it to me when they were doing a swing choir show about feminism um so i got exposed to like a lot of those types of songs um yeah like can't hold us down by christina aguilera independent women um i'm
1: not gonna lie i kind of like lizzo
0: okay yeah and
1: like the stuff that she talks because i think like what she did is i think she does a mix she does a mix you know Mm -hmm. like she's she's Uh, tying herself to like that traditional model of like women's empowerment but she's also kind of like going out and she's taking her own twist on that and I really I I like that Mm -hmm. because she's a woman of color she's a plus size woman of color and she's like all right screw all y'all for mm-hmm. telling me like what to do and yada, yada yada and so on and so forth and i love how she's being very honest about her body circles as someone mm-hmm. who struggles with body image issues like i love how she's using her music to speak up about that and i kind of see her as, as kind of different from like all of like the contemporary woman mm-hmm. artists you know
0: and i think Honestly, I think what gives her the most credibility in my eyes is to me, and like this is just kind of a thing in like hip hop is like paying your dues, right? Um, Like you don't just get to blow up to blow up if that makes sense. Like people care about credibility, especially when it comes to hip hop and rap. Um, And with her, she has it. Whether like whether people know about it or not, like for years before she was interviewing other hip hop artists, she was like she was in the world for a long time. Uh, and then she started making her own music. Um, so that's something that, like, I love Lizzo. As an artist, I I mean, I don't have any problem with her as a person. I don't think I do. I don't really pay enough attention as a person, you know?
1: You know who I have a problem with? Who? Cardi B.
0: Oh, no. I promised that I wouldn't talk so much trash on her this year in, in my previous podcast, but I'm okay to talk trash about her because you brought it up. Lies. She's bad.
1: Well, I mean, if anything, it's my fault, so mm-hmm. – if someone does complain about you trashing Cardi B too much,
0: I'll it's take your the blame. Fault. I'll yep. take the blame. I'll send them to the coven All right. where they can roast you. All right. Cool. Um, As if yeah, I, she's, I, she's definitely like this. She's definitely the pinnacle of I'm taking back sexuality. Right. You know, and that's fine. But Nicki Minaj did it first. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also, Nicki Minaj didn't even do it first. Lil' Kim did it first. Um, Lil' Kim is like the first real female rapper that people appreciate and accept. Um, and ha- and she has all of the respect. Granted, a lot of that respect came from her relationship with Biggie Smalls, who is on everyone's top five list, except for maybe mine. I don't know. I haven't made my list yet. Maybe I should. No one cares about my list. I'm a white boy from Indiana. No one cares about my top five rappers list. Anyway, um, I got I got nothing, man. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. um, but like her relationship with Biggie definitely like helped um, boost her career. But like the way Biggie found her was at a rap battle in the streets of New York City. It's not like he was up in the club and she was like, I'm gonna go snag me, Biggie. You know, it wasn't like that. Um, He found her, which I think is really cool. And, you know, a lot of people don't really know who she is anymore. That's a shame because she's an icon. And I think if we celebrate people, more people like uh, Lil' Kim and Lizzo and even Megan The Stallion, um, who, like, plays that role, Mm -hmm. but also has variety in her music right. um, along with like city girls and um, who am I blanking on Nicki Minaj I'll say mm-hmm. it again because Nicki Minaj again kind of I like made it iconic right to be that way right she broke down a lot of those barriers for people to like throw a woman on a rap playlist mm-hmm. um, to throw on a female rap artist at a party you know you wouldn't mm-hmm. see that 15 years ago you know, and that and it's horrible, but it's true. Yeah. Um, and but what I also kind of want to bring attention to is um, I want to say, like, since like between 2016 or 2018, there was almost like a renaissance of women in music, you know. And we've kind of talked about a few of them, you know, um, Billie Eilish, especially. I think if she's she's on trajectory to be one of the big best selling artists of all time, not just of the last few years, but if she keeps her current trajectory shatters all kinds of records
1: that's insane because she's younger than me
0: yeah and exactly it, it, it's so annoying but i'm so happy for her yeah, at the like, same time don't get
1: me wrong like i love Billie eilish i love her music i love her as a person but i'm like dang if she's already like she's she's younger than me and if she's already like so famous like what am i doing man i just
0: want to hang out with her like i don't want to be she, your friend
1: yeah she, i don't want
0: her money i don't really care like i even if she doesn't give me a shout out which i would love but like even if she doesn't give me a shout out i don't really care because like from all of the interviews that i've seen i've watched a lot of interviews with her i'm just like yeah that's the type of energy that i just have
1: she's just ch- very chill and down to like, earth. like chill
0: but also chaotic and I, yeah. i'm here for it
1: i i just want a hug from Billie eilish honestly
0: <laughs> i feel like if i texted her like hey you want to go jump in a creek she'd be like what are you talking about like you me were jumping in a creek in, t minus five minutes. Be ready to go. She'd be like, "Yes, let's go. Let's get out of here." Yeah. Like, and I'd be like, "That that's the type of friends I need." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like her and her brother, which who, who we talked about. But like, if we're talking about female artists, especially, I drag Cardi B all the time. She's done good things as far as like opening up the conversation of sexuality and music and um I which do, is i know you wanted to highlight
1: i do want to talk about that because one thing that's really bothered me with society and billy eilish is that like billy eilish's clothing style i like i'm sorry like big and baggy yeah big and baggy and that's fine like i love her clothing style uh-huh. i wouldn't personally wear it but like it she pulls it off perfectly well, and I think a photo came out a couple- Thrift of... shop chic. Yes, it's, it's very nice. Like, she can pull it off, whatever. Like, you do you, girl. What? Like, I probably could not do baggy clothes because I look like a cardboard box already. So, um, it's fine. I'm brown. Shut the hell your mouth. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you said we were going to have an Indian accent. I didn't think it was going to come from you, Sam. <laughs> but, um, you know, like a couple- That's of... just how
0: I refer to you whenever you talk Spanish. about yourself
1: um anyway but like i think a couple months ago a photo of Billie eilish came out with Mm -hmm. her um she had
0: like a tank top on like spaghetti strap or something like that spaghetti straps and Um, shorts and mm -hmm.
1: people just came out and started body shaming her and i was like
0: like what do you expect well like what do you expect her to look like
1: right you know and and, and in that moment
0: like she's not one that talks about being super sexy right like she has like songs about you could argue that they're promiscuous or you could argue that they're about like being mischievous etc but not, but that's, not but that's not sexuality yeah it's
1: not in the way that we traditionally see yeah. female artists because it's like I, for example I'll, okay wop okay it's <laughs> like the one song that come, came to my head but they're they're talking about like oh yeah like my how do i say this without getting
0: um, inappropriate
1: they're they
0: what Squas
1: there we go Uh Um, their squishy is very Uh um, appealing and like it's like yeah they're they're external like yeah. body like is the one that's tempting men mm-hmm. and that's the like they're talking like very externally and very mm-hmm. sexually and I think a lot like a lot more emphasis has been put on like appearance and how women carry themselves and how like they look rather than like their personality and I think uh-huh. that's what I really appreciate about Billie Eilish's music because she's like yes I'm this mischievous woman like my personality will get you because I'm like this dark mm-hmm. but there's nothing about her body there's nothing about her just being like yeah I'm sexy you know yeah.
0: And, like, granted, in this way, I will defend Cardi B, which I hate that I'm doing, because um, I think it's totally valid to make the music that she's making um, and to, like, bring sexuality into, like, a female-dominated um, song or, like, as a as a female artist to, like, dominate that type of music um, because it's super hypocritical for anyone in the hip-hop industry to um, bash her for that or anyone that's a hip-hop fan to bash her for that because... Um, focusing on sexuality and stuff like that is something that men in hip-hop have done ever since hip-hop came out, or pop, or any kind of music, really. There are songs about that stuff that men have coined, and, you know, they don't receive any backlash for it. Mm -hmm. But when a woman does it, you know, people can't see that it's the same thing because right, they're like blinded. With, with by... how much
1: criticism WAP got. Mm-hmm. But then you look at other male hip-hop songs and they're like, yeah, I get all these Bs and I get all of these, like, I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm... you're talking about
0: grades. Um, <laughs> I can't But, I, be... but I, know what I, I know what you mean, you know? Um, Asian failure your, over here. Your point Woo. isn't lost. Yeah. Um, you
1: know, it's like you see that double standard. I'm trying yeah. really not to curse right now.
0: Yeah, you already did it once. There's only going to be one beep. Um, anyway, it, it doesn't, like... But what we're, what we're kind of getting at, and I, I think your point um, is also valid in that um, the way that they're being sexual is also a little bit different than the way that the men have been in the past. Because um, men will be like, yeah, I get all these women, right? I'm Basically, it's like promoting promiscuity. Um, but it's usually not because they're, like, overly attractive. And that's, like, one thing that a lot of female artists do is talk about their busts or – the the butt and stuff like that. Like they talk about their assets, um, as you said before. Um whereas like men in hip hop, like they'll talk about how big their schlong is. Um but that's like the only one that you really hear. Um I think my favorite one's obviously like honestly like XXION because he's like, nah, it's not big. It's just thin and long. Stop oh my God. <laughs> like, I, I can't you. even say what he calls himself because of it, but it's very funny oh my gosh anyway um, but like that's a creative way to do it whereas most guys are just like yeah I got a, I got big schmeet um, and like that's like the punchline right Yeah. Um, and granted like if a guy did that every song like you just talk about how big a schlong is people probably wouldn't listen to that as much either people probably wouldn't appreciate that as much um, so I kind of get that argument where it's like I just don't want to listen to it all the time right I get it um, but at the same time you have to realize like would you be saying this If it was a guy talking about his package or how good-looking he is, you know, because that also – like, those songs exist and have existed, but they don't receive the penalty of having Ben Shapiro read their lyrics to the masses.
1: I just – my one thing is, like, I feel like women, ra- like, female rappers kind of have to conform to the stereotypes that yeah. are placed upon them. Because a lot of people, like, a lot of people are like, oh, Nicki Minaj, she's got, like, big boobs, she's got big butt, like, yadda yeah uh-huh. And so I feel like um, sometimes she just has to appeal to those stereotypes, which is why we get those themes of, like, yeah, well, yeah, I've got... if
0: you listen to, and I think that's really evident if you look at her previous music um, before she got, like, really big. Like, her original mixtapes are insane. If you haven't listened to him, go oh, back yeah. and listen to him because it's not about her being sexy, et cetera. It's before she got like this. I don't know what to call it. This persona, right, is right. before the the Barbie persona, right, um, that she's kind of adapted into herself. Which, granted, she's retired now, so she's kind of dropping it. She's kind tier. of a she's kind of a family woman. Yeah, tear honestly, because like, and that's that's the main reason that I really don't like Cardi B is because she tries to fight with other women in that, like, that are in that world. And granted, there's always going to be rivalries. There's always going to be beef between artists. But it was, like, it was just her going after Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she's,
1: like, I feel like she's trying to become, like, the next Nicki Minaj, you know?
0: And she did, like, she kind of is.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, I I feel like her whole, like, hairstyle, like... uh, body like Mm -hmm. everything that she's trying to do is trying to emulate Nicki Minaj and I'm like
0: and I think that's what a lot of people pointed out and I think that probably irked Cardi B and that could have been like a lot of the reason that she like went after her um because if you know if you get called a copycat you're not gonna love it
1: right because she's trying to make her own name Mm -hmm. in music and I don't blame her like there are some Cardi B songs that I do like and by that I mean one um (laughs) which one uh I do by SZA it's a it's a nice breakup song you know okay uh so whenever i've got the feels i'm just like all right play but that's like the one cardi b song okay, I, listen- you're valid. I listen everybody to. gets one yeah and it's like it's it's with sizza and like come on i i love sizza so mm-hmm. i it's just like it's a collab it's really good it's it kind of is not like the typical cardi b style that you typically hear, because she's always like, "Oh, I got money, I got woo." Um, I, got, I got money. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't really like that, but yeah. I feel like that's my one Cardi B cheat song. Yeah, of the day. You
0: get you, everybody gets one.
1: Everyone gets one cheat song. I
0: don't want one. Everyone else can have one. I'll, someone can have mine.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Uh,
0: yeah, you can have mine. You can choose another one to like. But yeah, uh, like Nicki Minaj's original mixtapes are kind of like the epitome of what I think is awesome about females in rap if that makes sense like before they like try to conform to anything and i think that's why lizzo gets a lot of extra points for me um it's because like she's very non-conformist and that's what a lot of people liked about her she had that shock value right now she's got to hold on to it which is going to be interesting to see how and if she does
1: Right, Is um. she going to stick to that same, same Base that she's uh, She got popular on or is she going to deviate From that because like I said about A lot of female artists sticking to that Stereotypes that people have attached to them Because like okay for example if you take Miley Cyrus right mm-hmm. uh, she had That phase where she was kind of acting out she was like trying to breaking
0: the disney contract (laughs)
1: right exactly as i like to fondly call it but she just it's like she had that phase and everyone even even after she got out of that phase and she kind of was like trying to get back to her roots people were still like oh where's that crazy miley you know they're like i feel like they're still trying to put that stereotypes that they had of Mm -hmm. her onto her and i feel like some women they conform to that stereotype so they can retain their fan base but mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes I mean, that,
0: that, that's also just branding in general that's true a lot of artists have to like you know i know sell out a little bit by like remaining the same
1: but one thing i like about miley cyrus is that like when you listen to her music you can see that transformation mm-hmm. that she goes she i mean like it's you got that like disney miley cyrus and then you've got like breaking the disney contract miley cyrus and then now you've got like Miley Cyrus as Miley Cyrus Mm -hmm. you know
0: you have her as like what we can only believe is like her genuine self right which is cool
1: and I think I think that's what's really important about music is that with an artist you can see how their music has changed as as they've grown up and how like as they've progressed and I think that's really cool but that's something that
0: like I'm super excited about for like Billie Eilish and Lizzo and you know I wish the best for Cardi B like I hope she evolves I hope she gets better and I hope she like writes genuinely
1: Right. Like that's what that's thing, what I, like that's what I want. genuinely yeah. I love music that has genuine lyrics mm-hmm. and that talks and that's why I love Billie Eilish's music cuz she's so honest and she's so raw about what she's going through and yeah yada, yada, yada and it's like you actually connect with that artist and I feel like yeah. what, for me personally like when I hear a lot of female artists it's just like same thing over and over again and I'm like, "Well, I can't relate to having big chests. I can't relate <laughs> to having a big butt. I can't relate to getting a lot of men." You know, but when it's like talking like when it's talking honestly, I'm like, OK, I get that when it's talking about like body image issues and but stuff. And, that- and even
0: if they are talking about uh, the sexual stuff, if that's them talking honestly, then I can't bash that. That's all right. right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like if you're if you're speaking genuinely like it's kind of like um, like Bo Burnham said in one of his things where he was talking about uh, country music um, and how like he just didn't feel like it was genuine anymore. And that's why he felt it was OK to make fun of it. Because, like, for him, is like, if you're putting yourself out there and you're making, like, what speaks to you, et cetera, like, you know, if you're being genuine and you're speaking from the heart or you're, like, making music for yourself, then that's genuine, that's art, and you can't bash that. But if that's not what you're doing, it's open to all the criticism. Right. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about Cardi B. Like, I don't feel like she talks about anything other than, you know, being a sexual object. And well, that's fine. She can make the music that she wants. And to an extent it is empowering because it's, you know, it's telling women like, Hey, men can be sexual music. We can too. Um, men can make it in the rap game. We can too. Um, and I love those messages because I want to see more female art, female rappers and artists, which I've talked about before on this podcast. um, and like ones that are just better than Cardi B <laughs> um, that don't get enough attention. So if you want to go back a couple episodes, you'll find them. Um, <laughs> Uh, shameless self plug on my own podcast but you know i think we're kind of winding down um and kind of what i want to see in the future is um women both sending and receiving the message that they can be genuine in music and be successful like you know even even ariana grande to a lot of her extent and i say i think more recently has been genuine in what she's writing and she's been very sexual recently as well um in like mo- like multiple of the songs, like positions, yeah. you can't argue with me that that's not that's it's like, literally it's like straight the title. up about straight up about sex positions, um, okay. but it was well done and it was genuine, yeah. um, and so people celebrate it and I think that's right to do.
1: And I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, female songwriters writing about. Sexuality and stuff like that because I think every woman goes through that, like, sexual awakening and they go through that process of reclaiming that sexuality that has been taken away from them or weaponized against them by society. And while I do not mind that, I would love to see contemporary female artists get past that point and start writing more genuine, like, heartfelt music. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like... I It just feels overused you know yeah um, i also
0: yeah i also just want to see more women in country i want to see more women in um mainstream punk and pop punk because um, like local punk shows there's always a female-fronted punk band but there's not very many that chart um to me that's an issue um heavy metal bands uh like in this moment it's like the only metal like female metal band that like i know that's had like a really decent amount of success Um, which is unfortunate because like I said, they kind of, they're almost like the metal Cardi B to me, now that I think about it. Um,
1: never heard that phrase before. Well,
0: probably won't again. Um, but yeah, like that's just kind of how I feel. Like her feature, like that's the, the reason that I know that it's like not that way is because like her features on other artists stuff, kind of like that Cardi B song you said, like where she features on, it's like, this isn't like how Cardi B's normal stuff is. It feels genuine. Um, Maria Brink, she had a feature on a Papa Roach song and I was like, that's nothing like how you normally are thank you for being genuine right like thank breaking you for telling of, me a story yeah
1: breaking out of that like traditional stereotype that you interpret certain artists mm-hmm. as you know
0: yeah
1: it's interesting yeah. I'd, I'd I,
0: fe- I i want to see women across all genres i want to see them
1: specifically k-pop too can't can't leave out k-pop you know well,
0: yeah uh-huh blackpink uh <laughs> Nope.
1: Nope.
0: blackpink <laughs>
1: dude you should listen to mamamoo i'm okay. just putting it out there well
0: now you have a new k-pop rec mm. for those of you out there that were mama
1: Mu, that. i love mama <laughs> Mu, g idol like i've been trying to get into a lot more female mm-hmm. artists uh especially in k-pop and you know that's a topic for another day yeah but um you know just more female genuine female representation mm-hmm. and songs
0: there's and, room there's more than enough room right um you know, they don't actually have to replace your current listening standards. You can still listen to whoever you want to listen to, but maybe branch out a little bit. Yeah. You know, especially if you like, you're really into punk rock, find a female fronted punk rock band. Um, All those, like that applies to every genre. Um, It's just a little harder to find, but they're out there. Um, You just have to look. And by look, I mean Google, because it'll probably pop up really quick. Anyways, Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Remixed. As always, I love you, and I'll see you next time.